0: Hey guys, Andy here, and welcome back or welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the most critical component of your training and what you need to know about it. So let's not waste any time and get right into it. So the big question is this How do you in our modern society rise above the pressures of social media to feel sexy and empowered every day? That is the question this podcast is the answer. No fads, no fiction let's get sexy. So guys, what is the most critical component to your training? Well, plain and simple, progressive overload. You may have heard about progressive overload. It is getting a little bit more attention now, which is fantastic. Or it may be completely new to you. Either way, I'm about to tell you all you need to know about it. And hopefully that's going to help you translate it into your own goals, your own training. And you're going to get those results. You're going to get up one morning, look in the mirror, feel sexy, and that's what it's all about. So with progressive overload guys, there are loads of different ways, loads of different ways you can stimulate it. Now, just to give you the short version, progressive overload is essentially when you make an improvement on a certain variable of a specific exercise. So for example, the most common one is obviously increasing the weight. A lot of people say, yeah, okay, I was benching this much, now I'm benching that much. That's great, that is measurable progressive overload. But what happens when you don't want to get stronger? Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't want what comes with that. A lot of people don't want to get um, a little bit bulkier. A lot of women are afraid of it. I will say, girls, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. It's sexy as fuck. It is. So what happens when you don't want to just increase the weight? Well, other forms of progressive overload are range of motion. You might want to get deeper into your squat. Amount of reps you do. The length of time you're training. How long your rest periods are. These are all fantastic ways to progressive overload. But how do you know what's right for you? Now, this is where progressive overload gets really interesting and why a good coach should always program it into a client's um, program. It's why it's in the SI60 program I run online for my members. I drill it into that program so my members don't even have to worry about it. What are your goals? Now, that is what you need to know. So if your goal is fat loss, your form of progressive overload isn't really going to be increasing the weights that you're using. Because let's be honest, when your goal is fat loss, you're in a calorie deficit. So you haven't got an excess amount of energy to exert on big lifts. So you're not going to be playing with huge weights. You might still play with big weights and still try to make small improvements in that area because you'll want to maintain muscle mass. But it's not going to be a primary form of progressive overload. What is, is probably going to be the amount of reps you do, the length of time you're training, or your heart rate, getting your heart rate higher during your session. Because these are all things that stimulate a higher calorie burn. And at the end of the day, that is what a fat loss goal is all about. So it's really important to establish what your goal is first, before you mess about making changes to your program Um, just because you want to stimulate some type of progressive overload. It has to be specific to your goals. And that's where a coach can really help you. You can always fire me an email as well, and I'll give you some advice. It's a simple question with a simple answer, most times. But here's the kicker. Don't change any other variables. (laughs) I, I used to do this all the time, right? So I wanted to, you probably know someone like this oh but you probably knew me when I was like this maybe training seven days a week just relentlessly training seven days a week wanting to increase my weight on every 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 time I came into the gym but as well as that I was trying to increase my range of motion and as well as that I wanted to get more reps and I was focusing very naively (laughs) if I might add on so many different types of progressive overload but none of them were measurable and I was training seven days a week and I wasn't getting as good results as I do now training three or four times a week now that may even shock you that I only train three, four, four times a week but that's all I need because those three, four times a week are jam-packed for the progressive overload and I know I'm going to make physiological improvements that are measurable but back then when I was focusing on just trying to improve everything as quickly as possible none of it was measurable because if I'm going deeper into a squat but it's a heavier weight, how do I know which part of that is making me struggle? There's too many variables to a point where you must be specific. You must only focus on one form progressive overload at a time. Now, I have a progressive overload tracker on my website. You should head there, get it downloaded. It'll give you a lot of help on this. It's interactive. It's on your phone. Fill out what you want, but only pick a few lifts. You don't have to progressive overload in every single exercise you do in the gym because that shit is so stressful on the body. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's really stressful on the body. You'll wonder uh, why you've never felt doms like that before. (laughs) But the point I'm trying to get across here, guys, is hard work doesn't get results. Now, that's a horrible thing to hear, and I realise it's quite savage to hear. It doesn't even roll off my tongue properly. (laughs) But yeah, hard work does not get results. Smart work does. Training hard does not get results have you guys seen the um, the video on like instagram and facebook and things of that I-, I guess she's like i don't know spanish or something and she just fucking tears into her clients her clients are like crying mid-set shit like that and they-, they can't walk the next day and everyone looks at that and thinks <laughs> they can't walk the next day that's really cool do you know how many pts i know actually that brag about that my client couldn't walk the next day do you know what that means if you can't walk the next day, your NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is a massive part of how many calories you burn in a day, is piss slow because you can't be asked to get out of bed. You can't be asked to live your normal life because your legs are bloody hurting. So you're not burning as many calories as you normally would walking around and doing bits. Hell, you may not even be able to have sex because your harmonies are in doms. Been there. So working hard is great. But it doesn't always get results. You have to be smart about it. So the best thing you can do, guys, figure out what your goal is and translate that into the best form of progressive overload you can think of for your training and track it. Track it. Because if you ain't tracking it, you'll never know if you're making moves in the right direction. Simple as that, guys. So what do you get out of progressive overload? What do you get out of tracking progressive overload? What you get is actual physiological improvements to your energy systems, and often your body composition. That is measurable. It's so measurable. It's so tangible. Now, this especially relates to women. Men, we are gifted with a steady hormonal rate all the way through the month. It's almost unfair. Women, not so much. With women, you can't track every week like we can and it's a shame it's one of the reasons i specialize in female fat loss because i find it so fascinating so women when you're tracking progressive overload, my best advice is to track just before ovulation track your key lifts so if you're looking to um build, build a bigger booty for example then you're obviously going to be doing a hip thrust movement because it's the best exercise for that ever ever and if you're looking to build muscle, you may very well be looking to increase the volume of your training. That's one of the ways that you'll progressively overload for muscle mass. One of those is going to be increasing the weight. So, just before ovulation, track your hip thrust, measure what weight it is, how many reps you did. Make sure your range of motion is measurable as well. You've got everything static, but your weight is the one that's going to change. And then the next month, do everything the same, but try and go heavier on the weight but do it at the same time every month. Now, it can be a little bit confusing for women, so I'm just going to give you a quick heads up because I know there are some men that are listening to this podcast as well. So men, if, you're, if you've are if you got a woman back home, remember this for them. Get them to download an app called Flow. It's in one of my recommended apps on the, the membership site. Flow is an app where you track your menstrual cycle pretty much. By tracking it, you'll know when ovulation is. Ovulation is typically two weeks after you've bled. All right? Yes, yeah, yeah. There'll be a few men turn the nose up at that, but it happens. <laughs> it happens. Get used to it. It's two weeks after you've bled. That's when you are at your peak of testosterone and estrogen. Therefore, you should be performing your best in the gym. That is when, that is when girls, and that is when guys, your girl, should be tracking her progressive overload. Keep that in mind because it's very important. So the basic crux of all this, guys, is quite obvious, isn't it? Pain is change. And that relates to every aspect of your life. You have to give your body a different external stimuli, increase weight, um, increase range of motion, something like that. You have to give it a reason to change. And you have to give it that reason consistently. Because if you progressively overload once, your body goes, ow, that hurt. But if you tell your body that you're going to progressively overload like that consistently, it goes, well, fuck me, I'm going to have to make some changes. (laughs) So it'll get stronger. It'll increase its range of motion. It'll be able to tolerate more reps. Your lactic acid threshold will increase. All these beautiful things which are measurable, which is key. It also means when you wake up in the morning, you have a body wobble, because we've all been there, haven't we? And you look in the mirror and there's Tina, the talking tummy, you suddenly think, yeah, that's not all That's not all that bad because I know I'm getting stronger in the gym. I know I can run that extra mile. And that is so important, guys, because you've got that all written down your progressive overload tracker or you've got it in your head or you've got it in your notes on your phone. And that right there is all you need to consistently improve in the gym, avoid plateaus, and look sexy. And looking sexy is... Just part of the journey, isn't it? Once you look sexy, once you can look in that mirror and think, yes, I look sexy, you'll start to feel powerful. And when you feel powerful, you're empowered. And when you're empowered and you can empower yourself, you're not relying on someone else to empower you, you're empowering yourself. Nothing is going to stop you from feeling sexy. So, I hope that helps, guys. Really do try and focus in on that, try and hone in on it. Lads, if you're listening, let your missus know just before ovulation is when they should be tracking and it's also when they're going to be at their strongest so don't challenge them to an arm wrestle or anything um, and that's all the information I'm going to give you today I'm going to keep this one nice and short if you've got any questions email me as ever at andy at get in touch with me on my website or find me at healthyheadley on Instagram and everywhere else if you enjoyed this podcast guys or you gained something from it please consider subscribing, giving it 5 stars sharing it on your Instagram story whatever you can do And I promise you, next time I see you, I'll give you a cheeky slap on the arse as a thank you. And as ever, stay sexy.